Make sure all seats are in the upright position and trays are put away before we take off. KR Media proudly presents Kingdom Rock Radio with your Bible teachers, Pastor Mark A. Stroud. I'm looking to what the Lord Jesus has in his hand for me. And Pastor Suniko Stroud. With God on their side, they were stronger than anybody. Get the latest downloads from our website. You can download today's message as an MP4, MP3, or simply download the Kingdom Rock app to your mobile devices from the iTunes Store or Android Market. Kingdom Rock Radio is an outreach ministry of Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center in Bremen, Georgia. And remember, Jesus is Lord. Well, on today's broadcast, we're going to speak from the subject of what's holding you up. Sometimes in life, it seems as though we are running on a treadmill, running in circles, putting out a lot of energy, but never going anywhere. Well, today we're going to discover some of those reasons why and finally get to the point where we can develop fruit and see some good results for the kingdom of God. Stay tuned for this message entitled, What's Holding You Up? Right here on Kingdom Rock Radio. So sit back, relax, and buckle your seatbelts because here comes the rich word of God. Tonight we want to ask this question. What's holding you up? What's holding you up? Let's go back to Matthew, Matthew 13. And we'll discover that as we go along. We'll discover that question tonight. What's holding you up? We know that the whole process that we've been looking at over the last few weeks is really about bearing fruit, getting off of that treadmill, that treadmill of life, and really beginning to bear fruit. Truth be told, we are bearing fruit in some areas of our lives, but not all areas of our lives. We could be so much more fruitful. We could be so much more productive in the kingdom of God. We could bring about so much more, so much more. So we need to begin to engage the question. I want you to begin to think about what's holding me up. What's holding me up? What's holding me up? I'm going to give you some very good examples of that tonight. In Matthew, I guess I'll go ahead and read uh, Matthew 13, uh, verses uh, 1 through 9. We'll start there, and then we go into the interpretation again. So we're going to get some good coverage on this uh, particular scripture. Matthew 13, verses 1 through 9. Are you there? And I'll be reading to you out of the King James Version. And it reads thusly. The same day went Jesus out of the house and sat by the seaside. And great multitudes were gathered together unto him, so that he went into a ship and sat. A whole lot of people are coming to Jesus. Okay? We already know, because we've studied this chapter, we're going to look at it again today, we already know that there are four different types of people that are in this multitude, right? Four different types of people. Let's look on. He said, and the great multitude uh, stood around him there. Uh, in verse number three, and he spake many things unto them in parables, saying, Behold, a sower went forth to sow, and when he sowed, some fell, rather, some seed fell by the wayside, and the fowls came and devoured them up. Some fell upon uh, stony places where they had not much earth. And forthwith they sprang up uh, because they had no deepness of earth. And when the sun was up, they were scorched and becometh rather. And because they had no root, they withered away. And some fell among thorns and the thorns sprung up and choked them. And other fell into good ground and brought forth fruit, some an hundredfold. Some 60-fold, some 30-fold. Who have ears to hear, let him hear. All right? So we get to determine the amount of fruitfulness or productivity we will have in this life. Okay? We get to determine that, whether we were developed fruit in a particular area or not. 
The seed, God is faithful to sow the seed. God is faithful to sow the seed. We have to, be, we have to become responsible for the seed that is sown in our hearts and maintain that seed so that it can produce a great harvest in our lives. Now, here again, what is fruit? Fruit is um, good results. Fruit is uh, growth. Um, it is um, prosperity. It is souls being brought into the kingdom. It is you being productive in your assignment, whatever God called you to do in different areas of your life. More importantly, I like to say again, it is growth. We get to grow. It is advancement. I get to advance. I get to move on. I'm not going to be stuck. And we can be stuck in different areas. We can be stuck in our ministry. We can be stuck in our marriage. We can be stuck in relationships, stuck in jobs. We can be stuck and not advance. And how horrible is it uh, to know where you want to go, to see where you want to go, but just can't get there? To be stuck, perpetually stuck. So we're asking the question tonight, what's holding you up? Because God is faithful to faithful to give that life giving seed. We can't produce fruit without the seed. We can't go anywhere without the seed. And so the seed comes by the mercy and grace of God. Thank you for the seed. The seed comes as hope. It comes as life. And God gives us that. I can see that seed being just like a just like, like a real shiny shiny seed and it's bright and it's glowing it's so bright God releases that from heaven and it comes right down and it's aimed right at our hearts why why God why did you give me this seed so that we would be productive so that we would grow so that we would produce so that we would advance so that we wouldn't stay in the same place so that we wouldn't be held up because there's so much more now, the person that says nothing is holding me up is a person that is not going anywhere. You understand that? If we say nothing is holding me up, you know, or nothing is threatening me, nothing is hindering me. Chances are you're not going anywhere because if we're going, if we have somewhere to go, if there's something um, that advances the kingdom of God, there's going to be something there to try to hinder that and stop that from coming to pass. There's going to be some resistance. Okay. All right. Uh, So, yeah, we can say one, you know, you're not going anywhere or two, you're going in the wrong direction. (laughs) No, you're going the devil's way. You probably won't find any resistance. All right. But anyway, there are four types of uh, conditions. We say conditions of the heart. Uh, One is the sower sowed seed uh, by the wayside. And second one was by stony places. Third one was among thorns, and the fourth one was, up, was upon good ground that actually produced the fruit. Amen? And, and of course, one out of four, one out of these four actually produced uh, fruit. The seed actually took root. Um, in this case, we're talking about wheat or whatever God is planting in your life. It actually took root, and it begins to spring forth. It begins to come out. Uh, the the plant comes up and fruit begins to grow off of the branches and people around you get fed. They begin to receive from you. OK, how many of you want? I mean, that ministry to spring from you. I mean, that fruit is life, living food. That's life. Living food. That's life. Things that grow on the vine. That's living food. Yeah, we I thank the Lord for meat, but that's dead food. Okay, that's dead. You want life? Then eat things that are living. So we're going to produce fruit. We're going to produce living fruit that's going to grow and and prosper other people. Now, let's look at the condition number one. We're going to really break these down. And uh, today we're going to look at condition one, two and three, uh, the wayside, stony places and among thorns. We're going to look at these really good. And then on next week, the Lord willing, We'll look at good ground, spend an entire uh, session on good ground. But we need to see these conditions. And I want you to not just see see this um, as Bible verses, but see this as people. 
the Lord's talking about people when he talks about the wayside or stony places or um, among thorns. He's talking about a particular person. And as we go through these, you may find yourself or someone that you may know, someone that may be sitting next to you. Okay, or someone that you've attended service with there in the past, you'll see them in these particular places. All right, and uh, verse 19, let's look at the, let's look at the, uh, the wayside. Verse 19, and let's look at the interpretation of the verse. It says in King James Version, it says, uh, verse, well, let's start verse 18. Hear ye therefore the parable of the sower. Verse 19 says, when anyone hears Heareth the word of the kingdom and understand it not. Then cometh the wicked one and catches away that which is sown, rather that which was sown in his heart. This is he which receives seed by the wayside. Okay. Now, one thing we will notice is that condition number one is the only one that did not understand the word. Everyone else understood the word. Okay. Let me write these on the board so that we would know. Here again, one was wayside. Uh, Two was uh, stony places. Uh, Three was uh, among thorns. And four. Four what? What what? What are we saying? Okay. All right. Thank you for looking out for me. And four was um, uh, was the good ground. All right. Four was good ground. Let's talk about the wayside for a second. So 19, verse 19 says again, when anyone hears the, the, the word of the kingdom and understand it not. Now, we said on last time that when someone does not understand the word, it is because they don't want to understand the word of God. Because the Lord says further on down, they don't want to understand the word, at least they change. So they already have some guards up to the word that comes to pass. But we're going to go deeper into this. All right. So in 19, the word is cast aside. This particular person, remember, the word is cast along the wayside. So in this person's life, the word is cast aside or disregarded because they choose not to understand it. We usually disregard stuff that we don't understand. Uh, it is in this person's life. It is deemed not to have any worth or value. And then the wicked one comes and snatches away the seed. All right. They're sitting in service. They're hearing the word of God come forth. They say, I don't understand that. Now, this here again, this understanding is supernatural. Because how is it possible for a natural man to understand such a supernatural book apart from the Holy Spirit? So as our hearts are open to receive the word of God, he gives us understanding of his word. So our heart is open to receive and God is doing his part, making sure that we understand what is being said. This person sits and has no intention, no intention of doing what was what is being said. No no intention of understanding. The heart is now open to understand it. So when the seed is dropped along the side, right, it just sort of bounces off, bounces off. And the Lord knows as he's speaking the word across this multitude, there are some that the word is just going to bounce off. They're not going to receive it. They have no intention of receiving it. They're there for another reason. Are you hearing? They're They're there for another reason. Now, I want you to look at a couple of words here. The Bible says, then the wicked one catches away the word. Now, the word wicked here uh, in the Greek is uh, poneros. And that means full of labors. It means full of labors. It means hardship causing pain and trouble. It means pressed and uh, harassed by labors. This word, of course, is a reference to the devil. Okay. So by the wayside, we see another character here. We see the devils here is the one that's catching away the seed. And we know that the word, um, the word wicked here, let me, I have to erase something now. The word wicked, okay, it refers to the devil. 
but the uh, Greek definition of wicked talks talks about um, really full full of labors. Okay, that's how it's spelled in the King James: full of labors, a bunch of work, bunch of work, full of labors. How is the devil going to come and snatch away the seed that is sown into somebody's heart? They're sitting in church. How is the enemy going to come and steal that word away? Well, one, he's going to make them very busy. Okay? So busy, in fact, that they will forget what was spoken. Okay? They were in church, heard a word, even though they had no intention of understanding, they still heard it. But they leave out and they get very busy. They get very busy. And they may say things like, um, uh, well, I'm too busy uh, to attend to the word of God that I receive. Or I'm too, too busy to, to go out and talk about the word. I'm, I'm too busy to, to study the word. I'm too busy to read it. I'm, I'm just too busy. They're full of labors. They got a lot going on, a lot going on. So they can't attend to the word that has been sown in their heart. Remember when you... Even when you go out and plant a natural garden, it takes work. Amen. You don't just dig a hole in the ground and put a seed in there and walk away. It's going to take some measure of work. Somebody's got to water it. Somebody's got to make sure the bugs don't get all on the, on, on the plants and you may have to pick weeds out the garden. There's just so many things. You have to attend to it. But this person says, well, I'm too busy to attend to it. I'm too busy. And who makes them busy? Well, the enemy, the devil comes and makes sure that you get so busy that you won't attend to the word that is spoken to you. And and while we're so busy, he comes along and he snatches that word out of our heart. Now, the word catches catches away uh, means to seize usually by force. He pulls that word out of you. okay, or snatches it out when you're not looking. He comes and, and gets that thing. Now, New Living Translation um, uh, reads, uh, in the New Living Translation, verse 19 reads like this. The seed that fell on the footpath represents those who hear the message about the kingdom and don't understand it. Then the evil one comes and snatches away uh, the seed that was planted in their hearts. The evil one comes, snatches away. Well, how does he come? He comes through that word wicked there, which means full of labors. Okay, it means full of labor. Uh, It also means hardships. Hardships comes all of a sudden. It's just hard. And I'm so active in trying to get myself out of this hardship. I'm so active working. I can't attend to what was said to me. And it it goes from you. Are you hearing? So here again, here's it. We talked about different uh, Bible versions and the, the importance of the King James Version, because even in the other versions, they, the other versions of the Bible, they don't mention certain words. They don't mention wicked, which gives us a good indication of how the devil is coming. So when the word of God is presented, understand this, the first heart, when the word of God is presented, watch out for getting too busy to attend to it. Because that's his first trick. To make you sure that you are so busy and so wrapped up in what's happening. Make sure that things are so hard for you that you will not receive what was said. Matter of fact, you'll forget it. Now, remember, the purpose of the seed is to cause you to advance. The purpose of the seed is to cause you to grow. The purpose of the seed is to give you life. And the enemy knows that. And saw you sitting in church, saw you getting the word, knew that this word God was sending to you to bring something, some manifestation in your life. Maybe it was a word of healing. Maybe it was a word of finances or maybe it was a word of forgiveness. So whatever the word is, whatever the seed is that God wants to plant in your heart to cause some fruit to grow in that area. So the enemy sees, hey, they need that. Let me make them busy. Let me make them real, real, really busy, really busy. So that they won't attend to the word. So that they won't meditate on what was spoken. They won't search it out. And then after a while, they'll forget it. And what happened? We go back just saying, oh God, help me, help me, help me. Help me, Jesus. Help me, Lord, please, please. But Lord say, I sowed that seed in your direction. But you allow the enemy to get you so busy, so wrapped up in things, that you forgot the life-giving seed that I gave you. Okay, so watch out for the tactics of the enemy. Are you hearing me today? 
All right. So they say this person, by the wayside, says, hey, I am too busy. Uh, and then the, that word is soon forgotten. That's just soon forgotten. Remember, the Lord gave the word for your growth. He gave the word for your advancement. He gave the word that you wouldn't be held up in whatever area of your life. Let's look at the, um, the next condition. Now, here again, as we said before, only this first condition, the way by the wayside, is the one that says didn't understand it. Didn't understand it. Uh, but uh, the rest of them that we're going to go through, two and three, they all heard the word and understood it. But the second and the third one, they heard the word and understood it, but they still did not bring forth fruit. There was still no growth, still no advancement. And we need to really get into the second one and the third one, because many of us are right here. The second person and the third person here that is the stony places and uh, among thorns are definitely church attenders with good hearts. The word gets in. Remember the wayside, the word didn't even get in. Okay, it was there. Let's let's look at that again. Verse 19, it says, uh, uh, or rather, let me say it this way. The word was there, but the enemy had access to it. He had access to it. The enemy does not have access to the stony heart or that is access to get the seed. He does not have access to the stony heart or the heart that uh, or the seed that is sown among thorns. Let's look at the second condition. And uh, let's read that out of the King James Version, verse 20, 20 and uh, 21. It said, but he that receives seed into stony places. Now, here's another condition of the heart. Stony places of the same as he that uh, heareth the word and anon or immediately with joy receive it. So they're very excitable person, very enthusiastic. Okay, nothing wrong with being enthusiastic about the word of God is very good. Okay, and with great joy or a whole lot of enthusiasm, they receive the word. So they heard it and they received it. Verse 21, yet uh, hath he not root in himself, but doeth for a while. For when tribulation or persecution arises because of the word, by and by he is offended. Okay, we're going to really get into that one. Now, so here's the second condition of the heart. They receive the word. That is the good news. Uh, they receive that word with, or the seed, we can say, with joy and enthusiasm. That's great. This testifies again that they heard it, they understood it, and they believed it. Okay? You don't have great enjoyed enthusiasm unless you actually believe what was said. Okay? They heard it. Now, here's where a lot of us are. I want you to see this. Here's where a lot of us are. Let me, I'm going to go ahead and erase this first one now. Uh, and I, I thank God that you're hearing this because the Lord is sending this seed tonight to cause growth and development in different areas of your life. I'm telling you. So here again, this person, they heard the word. Uh, right. They heard it and uh, they received it. Uh, they received it and they believed it. Are you, are you hearing me? They heard, received, and believed. Isn't that what we want to do? Hear, receive it. Oh, it's mine, it's mine, it's mine. We believe it, but they did not produce fruit. There's something holding up in the middle of that that will cause us, we need to find out what that is so that we can grow in advance in these different areas of our lives. Okay, here again, so they heard it, uh, they understood it, and they believed it, but their heart is stony. Okay, now stone always denotes some kind of foundation. Stone is rock, right? Upon this rock I'll build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Who he who hears my word, I'll liken to him as a man who built his house upon a rock. It's a stone, it's a foundation. Okay? So this person's heart is stony, which means that it has all there's already a foundation or a belief system already inside. They already believe something. And the word of God comes and it contradict what they have already believed. 
Oh, I already know how to be saved. I know how to be saved. It's not about believing and all. You got to go and knock on some doors. You got to go do good stuff. And then God will like you. Oh, I already know how it is. You understand? Stony heart. They already know. It says, uh, let me go on. Uh, Their heart is stony due to other words that is contrary words that have been heard and received by their heart in the past. There are things that they believe is already true before the word of God comes forth. They already know some things that they see receive as true. Thus, the word of God cannot be received or sown deeply in their heart because of past beliefs that have not yet been broken down or deemed to be incorrect. They say, I already know. You give the word about tithing or offering. Uh, I already know we didn't do that back in my church. We just paid dues or, you know, you just gave a dollar to. Oh, I already know what to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I already know. So they don't receive that because they already know. Heart is stony. They already believe something else. Okay. In this person's life, the word of God is not the final authority. When the word of God comes forth, it should be enough that God said it to cause us to turn. Okay, we need to watch out for this condition here because we're not being fruitful because we are resistant to the word of God. The soil, here's the ground, picture of the ground, and it has all kind of rocks and, and stones in it. So the seed can't go down deep like it's supposed to and sprout. It can't do that because there's all kind of all kind of stone in the way. Okay, what have we believed that that is present and that is preventing the word of God from being sown deeply. What have we believed? We need to pray that you need to write this down. My God, you need to ask this, ask this to the Lord in your private prayer time. Lord, what have I believed that is causing the seed to be sown uh, in a shallow place? What is pre- what is preventing your word from getting deeply into my heart, deeply into my spirit? What is preventing it? What have I believed? Or Lord, help me to break up the stoniness of my heart. Help me to break up the stoniness of my heart. This stoniness could be caused by other people's examples. Uh, Some people say, well, I don't like to go to church because the church full of hypocrites. So there are a whole lot of people that say there are other people that are standing in the way of me receiving from God because of how they act. You know? Say there are people say, well, I'm a Christian, I'm a Christian, I'm a Christian. But we look at your life. We hear what you say when you're outside of this box. And they say, if you're a Christian then the woods are full of them. Right. Because life doesn't match up. So this person is stopped. Oh, yeah, I hear what. Yeah, the words say, but. There's something that is holding that word up from getting sown deeply in the heart. Okay, the word may sit on their heart or their mind uh, through meditation just for a moment. See, the first one doesn't even the enemy comes and snatches away as soon as it's sown immediately. The devil's got that. So the first person by the wayside doesn't even think about what was said. Second person, stony ground. Okay, well, hey. Okay, stony ground. Hey, that seed is there. Here's that seed right here. And they're thinking about it. And it actually begins to grow. It actually begins to, it starts to sprout out. And so this person looks like, hey, you're growing in Jesus, aren't you? You're really growing. You've been coming for a while and you're really growing. Yeah, I can see the change in your life. But no fruit. And we're going to see this now. Look, it goes on. So this person uh, actually does meditate on the word of God for a moment. But the seed or the plant that comes up is burned up by tribulations and persecutions. And this person bears no fruit. What's Tribulation. What's persecution? Now, let's let's look at this again. It says uh, in verse number 19. I'm sorry, verse number 20. 
It says, uh, he that receives seed into stony places, the same as he that receiveth the word and anon with joy, great joy and enthusiasm. They're there. They're receiving that word. They're excited about it. He said, yet uh, hath he not root in himself. It, the word does not get down deep, but dureth for a while. They endure for a while. You see him coming to church for a while. They, they've been coming. We wonder why they stopped. They were coming for a while. He says, for why they stopped. Tribulation or persecution arises because of the word. Okay, they say I was doing well, but when until I start coming to church and then all this stuff started happening to me. It says tribulation or persecution. Now, tribulation is simply this pressure uh, that is severe trials or suffering comes in that person's life, not because of sin, but because of the word that is sown. Now, who is sending this pressure, these trials or and persecutions? Who's sending it? Well, it's the devil. It's that wicked one again that's sending it. He said he's saying, obviously, well, I can't get to that word because, uh, you know, on the way. you're not one of those wayside people that forgets it no sooner than you leave. He said, no, you're not one of those. So because I can't get to it. I'm going to create uh, these external forces. I'm going to create, I'm going to make you suffer. Are you hearing? I'm going to bring about some form of suffering. I'm going to bring about the trial. In other words, I'm going to create, the enemy says, I'm going to create a circumstance that uh, is going to cause that word to dry up in your life. He wants to put on the heat. Now, look at this verse uh, when the Lord was telling it in parable form. Let's look at verse number six, or rather verse five. He said, some fell upon stony places where, where they had not much earth, and forthwith they sprang up. See, it, it did come up, right? did come up. Because they had not, because they had no deepness of earth, verse six. And when the sun was up, they were scorched or burned up and became rather. And because they had no root, they withered away. The sun, the heat, the pressure came on them because that word was not down deep. It burned up. I asked the Lord the question, Lord, why would you allow your word, your life giving seed to be burned up in this person's life? And you know what the answer is? Because here there are two minds in operation. The stony says, I already know what to do. But God says, I'm telling you what to do. There are two minds, the mind of the person and the mind of God. God won't allow this to develop fruit. He won't allow it. He won't allow it to develop fruit because he will not, no flesh will glory in his presence. Amen. Amen. You won't say that you develop fruit because of your mind or because of your thinking. It'll be God and God alone. So he will allow that seed to be burned up. He'll allow that seed to be burned up. Now this seed started with a bunch of joy. Woo, good preach. Woo, good message. Woo, good message, good message. But they were not committed to the seed. Amen. And when persecution, pressure came on their life because of this seed, mm-hmm. by and by, they're offended. They, the word is burned up. Amen. Are you hearing? Yes. Now, I want you to see something. Uh, persecution, uh, here again, is, is harassment. People are harassing you. It says tribulation or persecution. Tribulation means, uh, here again, that suffering, that pressure. Grievous trouble comes because of the word and uh, persecution. It says tribulation or persecution. Thank God it doesn't say and persecution. You either have one or the other because of the word, not because you sinned, not because somebody working some hoodoo voodoo on you, yes, yes, yes. but because you received the life giving word. Amen. OK, it says tribulation comes. But here again, it is only momentary. Persecution comes Now, persecution is a state of being persecuted or harassed because of what you believe. Somebody says, girl, you've been with that man quite a while. 
you know, you better do a little something, something, or he's going to go away. You say, no, 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 I'm saving myself for marriage. What's wrong with you? Or they, or they may say to a guy, what, you must be gay or something. You hadn't done that yet? You must be gay or something. You must be gay or something. You hear me? Persecution comes. Why are you paying your tithe in this, in this economic climate? You out of your mind. Why in the world would you be giving all that money to God? Are you hearing me? Persecution, harassment because of what you believe, but because of where you stand. Who's sending this? It's the devil. He's trying to burn up the seed that has been sown into you. Are you hearing? This person allows the seed to be burned up in them because they have no strength of character. They can't endure what everybody else is saying. Okay, persecution. There is no persecution without people. There is no harassment without people. Are you hearing me? There is not without people. No, it's people. It's the devil working with people trying to get you going. Trying to get at the seed that was put in you. Because he does not want you to grow and develop. He doesn't want your ministry, your life, your marriage to advance. So he'll send those external pressures, not necessarily because of you, but because of the seed. But we have to endure that for a while. The sun is only up for so long. Okay, you endure that thing. But when the seed, but after that trial is over, you know, we endure it. We'll see some fruit. All right. So I want you to see something here now. Uh, when the Bible says that the, that the seed is scorched or it is burned up, uh, the sun is um, the sun talks about natural conflict. And that's all around you. And the sun in normal circumstances are good for plants. You want the sun to shine on your garden. So what would normally cause growth is causing death because of a stony heart. OK, need to. Allow that word to get deep in us and ask God to remove all obstructions to the word. Ask the Lord to remove all obstructions to the word so that you may produce much fruit. All right. So this person won't allow the word to go down deeply into their hearts because of something that they have already believed. They have no strength of character that that will allow them to endure these external forces. Okay, that will not last always. And the Bible says that in verse 21, at the end of it, they are offended. They are offended and they begin to go another direction. Now, let me show you just one more word here in this. It says when persecution and when tribulation or persecution arises. I know some of you have to go to another meeting We thank God for you. When persecution or tribulation arises, you see that word arises, right? Arises means that it was not always there. Okay? It was not always there. Now, are are y'all here? Y'all still with me tonight? Are you sure you're here? Okay, I'm going to go on. When these things arise, now the word arises means to, uh, it really means, it's kind of like a theatrical term, meaning to enter the stage. Uh, to enter the stage. To come upon the stage. In the stage of life, you're up there. You have the word of God in you, and you're doing well. You're doing what you're supposed to do. And then here comes the here comes another actor. Persecution comes up on the stage and threatens you. Or here comes that other one. Tribulation comes up on the stage, enters in. Why are they coming? For the seed. For the seed. But if you endure that process, you will become fruitful. Here again. So this person says, or this person may say, um, I was doing okay until I started to come to church. 
I was doing okay until I decided to receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior. I got the seed now. I was doing okay. This person is a good person. Uh, they may shout with enthusiasm in church. Then again, there's nothing wrong with that. We may shout with enthusiasm in church or outside of church. They're really enthusiastic about receiving that word with great joy. But they can't take the heat after service. Just can't take the heat after. Amen. Good people, they just, just can't take the heat. Just can't take the pressure. They have no strength of character to do the will of God. They become offended and will probably leave the fellowship. Why? Because of that seed that's been planted in their hearts. So it seemed like, God, why would you plant the seed? If all this stuff can happen to me, why give me the seed? Because I'm trying to develop, the Lord said, I'm trying to develop strengthen you i'm trying to get you to grow i'm trying to get you to advance the father's glorified once we bear much fruit he's trying to get glorified in you wants you to perform his will but that seed is dangerous but it also it may causes attention to be brought to you the fowls of the air the devils wouldn't come if no seed was on the ground from the wayside places you understand that Hallelujah. Amen. All right, let's look at the uh, third condition, third and final condition we'll look at tonight in verse number 22. It says of the King James Version, um, he also that receives seed among thorns is he that heareth the word and the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word. Now we're looking, getting violent, aren't we? choke before here come the enemy okay i'm gonna sneak i'm gonna snatch this thing away hey you never even knew it was there i done pulled away from you i stole it away from you 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 forgot the message forgot what was said you got so busy and just forgot the whole thing he got you secondly he's letting all these external pressures come against you and it's just burning the word up there now and now what's happening, the thorns are coming in there or the, the bramble bush or the weeds, we can also say, are coming up all around you. And they are intent to choke the life giving word out of you. I wonder who planted those weeds, who planted the thorns. Now, where are the thorns and weeds? They're in the same ground. Where's the ground? It's in your heart. Still talking about our heart. The heart having thorns or the heart having weeds. Okay. It says, um, he also that receiveth seed among thorns. Here again, the condition of the heart. All right. Whether it's stony or is there a lot of weeds in the heart, a lot of thorns in the heart as it relates to the word of God coming in. We got to pull this stuff out. All right. Verse 22 again, he also that receiveth seed among thorns is he that heareth the word and the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word and he becometh unfruitful. That's a terrible word, becometh, which means that they were on their way to doing it. The first buds were beginning to come out. You can see the first bud coming off of the branch but it choked it and it stopped it from producing. That's kind of like you got the loan and it looks like it's going to happen, but it didn't. It, it just fell through. It seemed like you got the team together. Everything was going. All the people were there. Everything is looking good, but then it fell through. It's always this person. Things are always falling through. Plans are always falling through. Looks like it's about to do something. About to come together, then it just falls apart. All falls apart. All falls apart. Are you hearing? Amen. Amen. So we need to see this. Let's, let's look deeply at this. Now, the thorns here, as talking about the seed falling among thorns, these are good people whose hearts are open uh, to the seed of God's word. In their life, God's word, hey, that's the final authority. They don't have a stony heart. They don't have conflicting beliefs. They're open to receive God's word. 
Isn't that what we want to be? Isn't that where we want to be? No stone. Lord, come on. They have deepness of earth. I want you to see this. The word of God comes in. It goes down. I mean, it goes down deep. I mean, it's there, man. The devil can't touch it. Persecution trials. People can't bother it. Hey, this person's got it going on. Okay, here again, the trials and tribulations, people, people talking about you and all that. Don't bother this person. Okay, the word is in deep, deepness of earth. It's got it. But there, there are other things that are growing up out of the heart, too. Out of the same ground that have been planted there by the enemy. And when you look at this, you need to see where you are as it relates to these four conditions. Here again, these are good people whose hearts are open to the word of God, open to the seed of God's word. They have begun to feed. But listen, they have begun to feed everything else in their life. That's the weeds. Okay, they've begun to feed the weeds. They have allowed the weeds to drink the nutrients from the soil. Now, when it talks about uh, the word being choked, that means. Okay, this this is the word. Now, here comes the plant that's coming out of the word and it's beginning to grow up. Okay, it's beginning to grow up. Let me do this right quick. Okay, here comes the seed has been in the heart. They're coming to church and it looks like their vine is nice and green and it looks like the first buds are coming off of the plant like, man, they got it going on. They're so nice. They're so green. They're so tender. It looks like they're really productive. But the weeds spring up and the weeds in their lives begin to, under the ground, begin to pull the nutrients, begin to pull the nutrients out of the soil to them. Thus, this has no nutrients and it's choked, okay? That is, uh, it does not get, the word does not get time. It does not get your talent. It does not get your treasure. All of the things that would cause things to grow goes to the weeds and not to the word, okay? This is when the resources, your resources, your time, time you would have spent in prayer, you put it on the weeds. Money that you would have given in the church, you put it on the weeds. Uh, whatever your resources are, we stop giving it to the word and we put it to on, on the weeds that are growing out of the heart. You say, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. Well, what are the weeds? Let's look and see what are the weeds? What would a person, uh, what would a person use uh, to take away from the word of God? Why would we give our Time, money, money, and energy. Why would we take that from the word? And what would we give it to? Well, the weeds, weeds are what? It says the weeds are the cares of life. Worries. We begin to spend more time worrying about stuff and less time on meditating on the word of God. So those worries are consuming your mind. No longer thinking about God's word. Now you're thinking about what might happen. No time to meditate because worries are consuming your mind. And what's happening to the seed, the life-giving seed, is being choked. And you're doing so well. It looked like the ministry was about to take off. Looked like the business was about to take off. Looks like we want to get our marriage together. It looks like, it looks like, it looks like, but all these worries started coming up. And it diverted our attention from God's word to it. Worries, the cares of life, they come up and they choke out the word. You stop giving time and attention to the word. And it says worries and deceitfulness of riches, deceitfulness or the lure of wealth, the lure of wealth. Lure of wealth is the the illusion that security and pleasure can come through or buy money or the abundance of stuff. It is an illusion because in a day it can all be taken away. 
all that will be left is, is this question. Did you do right by God? What takes, what takes it away? The deceitfulness of riches. We're deceived in thinking that these things can take care of me more than God. I'm taking all my attention from this. Now, we say, well, I, you know, I'm fruitful in this area. I've been doing this word and I've been doing that word. That's great, but there's more than one area to you. Although we may have been passed the test, maybe we've passed the financial test, or maybe we passed the love test. There are several other areas of your life where the word of God is being challenged. And so the Lord sends this word tonight, really saying he's trying to clean up our ground. He's trying to remove the stoniness of the heart, trying to pull up weeds and thorns. So that he can produce or plant a seed in you that will bring forth a 100 fold harvest in every area of your life. Yes, Lord. Think about the area of your life that is the most fruitful and productive. Jesus. Or the, an area in your life that was once fruitful and productive. Yes, 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 yes. God wants that all through your life. Thank you, Lord. All through your life. But there must be some cleaning first of the ground. Weeds have to come up. Thorns have to come up. The fallow ground has to be broken up. The stoniness has to be broken up. And if we allow God to do that, we'll find out what's holding us up. And once we remove all these weeds, once we remove all these worries and cares and deceitfulness of riches and the seeking or pursuit of pleasure, once God removes all of that stuff or the stony heart, I I already know, I already know what I'm going to do. Once God deals with all of that stuff, then he'll be able to plant in us and a tree will grow up that will feed the generations. What's holding us up? This stuff. This stuff. And we've got to pray. You've got to pray. Don't take don't try to manhandle or woman handle your heart. You've got to ask God to show you. You've got to ask him, Lord, show me the stoniness of my heart. Show me these weeds. Show me these thorns. Help me to get this stuff out of my heart so that when your seed is presented to me, I'll receive it fully and it will produce a great harvest of reward for you and bring you much glory. I pray you've heard the word of God tonight. We're done in Jesus' mighty name. We pray that you are richly blessed by today's message. We would love to connect with you. Just go to our website at kingdomrock.org. You can become our friend on Facebook or follow us on Twitter and subscribe to our YouTube channel and a whole lot more. Right there at kingdomrock.org. We would love to hear from you. And if you're in the Bremen area, please stop by and join us every Sunday morning. Sunday school is at 9 a.m. and Sunday morning is at 10. Wednesday night, we have what's called Hour of Power. It starts at 6.30 p.m. All are invited. We're located at 180 Helton Road in Bremen, Georgia. Give us a call at 770-537-1933. We would love to hear from you. And if you have a prayer request, by all means, please log on to our website at kingdomrock.org and click on the prayer page. Until tomorrow, remember that Jesus is Lord. Choose him as your Lord today. Only he can make a way.